Hello and welcome to the Total Football Podcast. In this episode, we'll be doing a match review of this week's Champions League games. I'm joined with two wonderful guests, Alex Bernasconi. Alex, how are you? Thank you for being here. I'm very well, thank you for having me. Great. And I'm also joined with Edo. Hello, Edo, how are you? Great, Akim. Thank you for having me here. Fantastic, great. So, um, Alex, I just want to go with to you first, if you don't mind, about mm-hmm. Juventus. And it was a shock result for Juventus, 2-0. 2-1. Two, 2-1, two two one, sorry, yeah. I'm still stuck with the two goals of Porto, you know. Um, but how would you describe that Juventus performance as a whole? I think it was very slow-paced. The first mm-hmm. goal demoralised the whole team. We were scared to make the pass to the strikers. And it was always, we were just playing sideways with just the centre-backs and the midfield passing it to each other, not creating any chances. In the first half, we I don't think we even had a shot. And in the second yeah. half, only one shot, which was the goal. So, yeah, and poor performance. Absolutely. And Benton Cole, unfortunately, was the reason for the first goal for Porto. With yeah. That absolutely horrendous pass. I don't know what on earth he was doing. Get it on your left foot, boy, and pass. Um and Rabiot as well. It was an okay performance, but those diagonal balls were just not working, you know? Yeah. How would you... Do you think that Rabiot and Bentancourt is a good midfield partnership as they have no creativity? Do you think it's a good partnership? Oh, last year, they, they played together f- for the majority of the season and it wasn't bad. But um, this season, with the addition of Arthur in the team, he's been our best midfielder by far, with McKenney. And like Juventus' style is trying to play through the back. But obviously, yep. with Arthur and Bonucci being injured, it couldn't happen because of the technicality of the players. So, yep. but I think our best choice of midfielder is Arthur mm-hmm. and Rabiot starting side by side. Great, right, cool, and absolutely. I think Rabbit is more. I think more of a defensive deep line player. Maybe Arthur could be the sort of that creative run forward, make the runs in for behind the defense. Um, but I think not just in midfield, but I think defense was a few problems as well with maybe Chiellini coming off quite early on the game with a bit mm-hmm. of injury. Yeah, and with the loss of Quadrado in that game as well, because Quadrado is so versatile on that right channel, mm-hmm. it could cause all sorts of problems. Were you missing Quadrado in that game, do you think? Yeah, definitely. He he has 15 goal contributions this season, so that says it all. He's like yeah. the main man we pick out. Him and Chiesa on that right flank are very good together. So, yeah, I think he was a big factor of this team. It's interesting you mentioned Chiesa as well. I think Chiesa had a fantastic game. No matter mm. if you want to have a poor performance, it's that boy who always shines. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but moving on to another young player, Debala. Oh, he's having injury problems, but not just injury problems. I think it's he's not fitting into Pelo's system in general. Mm. And after that game against Porto, do you think that Pelo might have to might have to change formation for Debala as he might be the possible solution? What do you think, Alex? I mean, I I honestly don't know what formation we play because we change it all the time. Sometimes it's a four four two, other times it's a three five two. So, yeah, I don't think the two strikers fits Nibala because it's not his play style. I think he, 
I think he prefers to play just behind the, the two strikers. But I don't think with the formation and the players we have, um, his role in the team is not there yet. Absolutely. And, and I think Dybala is a quality player, but I think he's just not fitting into that into that system yet. Um, another player which I want to bring in was Morata. He's a fantastic player ever since he joined Juventus. Mm. And by not starting him against Porto and bringing him on as a sub, he made a huge impact yeah. immediately, running, making runs forward, getting the ball and always looking to drive forward. Do you think Pirlo made a mistake not starting Morata? Well, Morata was actually not feeling well at the, at the, before the game. And Pirlo had... Uh... At the end, in the conf- in the interview, sorry, he he said that Morata fainted after the game because he wasn't feeling well. So I think we just oh wow because of that. That's why Kulusevski started. Yeah, and just my last question here from Alex: with a few defensive problems, Chiellini and Bonucci, and maybe Matias Delict also having maybe a fire problem, but maybe it's not too bad. And Danilo also being suspended for the second leg. Yeah. Do you think that Juve can go on the second leg with full confidence that they can beat Porto with these problems if they carry on until the second leg? I have I've known that we can beat them. I don't think Porto are a good team, the way they play. I think they're just a very organised team. I, I don't think they're as good as the Ajax of two seasons ago or the Leon of last season, who we lost to. So yeah, I have total faith we can beat them, even with even if we have those injuries and the suspensions. But yeah, I think we can pull it off at the end. Great, thank you for being here, Alex, for giving your opinion. Just want to move on to Edda now. Hi, Edda, how are you? I'm great, Kev. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, Edda, I just want to move on to the RB Leipzig versus Liverpool game. It was a quite an interesting game. Um, yeah. Really aggressive, really high tempo, lots of passing going on. It's really yeah. interesting to watch. Can you give your overall opinion of that game, if you don't mind? Yeah, I think Liverpool did a great job at you know actually waking up and finally you know playing well in an important game. You know after a loss to Brighton, Manchester City, and Leicester City, you know it's good to see that they finally woken up and started winning again. But at the same time, I'm disappointed that we didn't get to see more from RB Leipzig. Absolutely. And I just want to move on to Liverpool first, just quickly. Kabak's mm-hmm. performance against uh, Liverpool, against Leipzig, how would you describe mm-hmm. his performance? Uh, I think he had a brilliant game and uh, this is just a short answer here. I mean, I think it's all wrapped up or explained by the fact that he got man of the match. Cool, great. Um, I mean, Kabak is a fantastic player. He's played with Galatasaray before in the Champions League and Played with Schalke in the Bundesliga, so he has great experience in that defensive line. Mm. And I hope he does really well there as well. Um, just another question about Liverpool. Jochen Klopp, before the game, maybe three or four days, in the Premier League press conference, he said that they've conceded the Premier League title because Manchester City are absolutely phenomenal, in great mm. form. How would you... Do you think that maybe Liverpool should try and win the Champions League? As they say, as, as it's their only hope? Well... Klopp could have meant that in two ways. Firstly, he could have said that, you know, to put the pressure off Liverpool in the Premier League, or he could have actually meant that, which means that Liverpool can give the Champions League 100% of what they've got. And I think Liverpool, you know, they're a great team and they have the potential to win it. 
Absolutely, and I think Liverpool are absolutely sharp, even with their, you know, if they play their second team or third team, you know, the, the experience of some of the players is incredible. Yeah. Um, just want to move on to RB Leipzig now. And, you know, it, I think they play this sort of the same tactics against Manchester United when they knocked them out of the Champions League. And mm. I think it didn't work because there was a lot of mispassing going from Sabitzer or Pamankano. Yeah. Do you think maybe Leipzig should have just played a natural striker such as Paulson or Wangi Chan, who is strong, tall, and could have caused problems for Liverpool? Yeah, I, I absolutely think so. I mean, we saw Olmo hit the post early in, early in the first half. Yeah, I think the natural striker, you know, there might have been that high threat there, and also, you know, I think there was that there was missing that player that could put the ball in the back of the net. You know, we saw Angelino had a couple of chances, but he didn't manage to get that goal. Um, yeah, so I certainly think that Paulson or Juanqui Chan should have started. Absolutely, and just when I'm talking about Angelino, just want to move on to the defense as well, actually. And Upamecano has made a few mistakes. Uh, by playing around the back, do you think that Leipzig should just cut and stop playing from the back and just go direct and go forward? Uh, personally, I think, you know, Leipzig in the Bundesliga, the second five, point, five points from Bayern and five points above Frankfurt. And they, they play good football. So I think just because that game didn't work out, I don't think they should stop playing the way they are. You know, all teams make mistakes and maybe that's just a one game off. Mm. Absolutely. And last question for me, Edo, if you don't mind. With Leipzig, unfortunate to not have played the actual home stadium, you know, and having to travel to, to Hungary, I think it was Budapest, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Having to travel there is, is terrible for the home side, especially for Leipzig. Mm. How do you think the second leg will go? I mean, Anfield is a tough place to play at, um, but... But Liverpool, you know, they've lost to Brighton recently at Anfield. So I don't think Liverpool are through yet, but I think Leipzig can still give it a shot. Um, but it will be very tough for them. Absolutely. Uh, Aki, going back to your point about Leipzig's defense, um, defensive mistakes and Upamecano in particular, do you think um, after his um, signing to Bayern, do you think he has a bit of pressure now? Um, that's a good question. I think any player who, who signs for a team definitely has pressure. Because obviously, you know, Upamecano has now signed for the best club in Europe right now. Bayern München, no doubt, is the best club in Europe right now. Um, and you have to keep up with your performances, you know. Even if you've signed in January, you have to play well until the summer to show that maybe you can fit in and break into that first team. I think maybe, mm. and I hope that this maybe just be a once in a while occurrence from just, you know, pressure that can happen. Mm. But I also think the fact is that Leipzig couldn't play the actual home side and have to travel. You know, usually the home side would just have to wake up in the morning and just go to the stadium and play the game. But in this scenario, they have to travel the night before, not get any sleep and, you know, play it not at their home stadium. So I think maybe that could also be the factor. Um, but now moving on to the Barcelona versus PSG game Alex you watched the Barcelona versus PSG yep. game give us some of your overall thoughts about that game so yeah a lot of people saying Barcelona are finished it's an end of an era but in the first half I think it was an even game 
It finished 1-1. And Barcelona, it seemed like anyone could have won it in the first half. Barcelona had a few good chances with Griezmann and Dembélé. But then PSG just came out in the second half. Their experience came out as as was shown with Mbappe in particular. Scoring a hat-trick and... Yep. Yeah, that's what I think. Just lack of experience for Barcelona in the Champions League. Absolutely. And I think there is something going on at Barcelona with the financial problems and also with the players' morality as well going on in the team. There's no confidence in that team anymore, mm-hmm. I think, uh, in Europe. Edda, I just want to move on to you and talk about Paris Saint-Germain. And whether do you think they can win the Champions League? Because they just won against Barcelona. They have so much confidence, mm-hmm. so much belief now. Do you think that this game could lead PSG to win the Champions League? Yeah, um, PSG won against Barcelona. You know, they didn't have Neymar, they didn't have Di Maria, and they still played an amazing game. Won by three goals. And, you know, last season they got to the final as well. So, you know, they know how to do it. I think now they've got they've got the experience. And certainly I think they've got the potential to go to the final and even win the Champions League. Absolutely, and PSG did make it to the final last season as well, and they played fantastic as well um, throughout the whole competition. Alex, I just want to move on to you, and it's going to be, unfortunately, our last question of today's session. Mbappe, he's a fantastic Mm. player, absolutely incredible. But do you think he might not be able to score against stronger teams, such as Manchester City in their form? Do you think he can score against bigger teams like Man City? I mean, any time will tell if PSG continue their form, they'll progress to play better teams in the Champions League, so then we'll see then. He's proved in in the World Cup, scoring against Argentina, against other big teams. And I'm not sure now if we can, if we can say it, but um, I think he's one of the best strikers in the world right now with Haaland. He also scored two goals in the Champions League. So, yeah, I think it's, it might be too early to say, but he's definitely got um, the biggest potential. Mm. And also, I just wanted to add something really quickly to finish off my point uh, about PSG. Also, they were appointed Mauricio Pochettino, who got to the final a couple of years ago. So, I think really they've got a team of winners. And, yeah, I think that will help them in their journey to the final. Absolutely. It's an absolutely fantastic squad. Really good for PSG fans as well to see the experience from the manager, the experience from the team, the experience from the best talent in the world, Mbappe. So I think generally this team is an absolute real contender for the Champions League. Mm. And thank you for both for being here for this episode. It's been a real pleasure discussing about the Champions League games this week. And thank you as well to you, Total Football Podcast fans as well, for listening and tuning into our episode this week. I hope you really enjoyed listening to our episode. Please make sure us on Instagram at Total Football. And thank you, Alex, for being here. Thank you for having me, Akib. And thank you, Edo, for being here as well. Thank you, Akib. Thank you, Alex. And thank you to everyone that's watching. My name is Akib, and this was the Total Football Podcast.